1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. A sort of a nasty, uh, friendly joke about about what I shouldn't do um, is I send her some of my blood. Okay. Uh, half a liter frozen blood
0: brick. That's a joke. Succession Season 4, Episode 5, and Yellowjackets Season 2, Episode 5 are both over, but we are just getting started here, making them fight each other on PSR versus Arena. That's right, everybody, it's the return of the Versus Podcast. No. As you may probably already tell, I'm not Josh Wiggler. Uh, He's away. Uh, He may or may not be sending us uh, liters of his frozen blood, uh, but we we could talk about that when he returns. Uh, Until then, I am here in his absence. I am Jess Sterling. And of course, always here in the Versus podcast is the wonderful, the amazing LaTanya Starks. LaTanya, how are you?
1: I'm here and I have received three liters of blood. (laughs) Um, They are just in the freezer. I've already spoken to my lawyer about it. I'm just waiting to see kind of like what happens what develops
0: yeah well honestly you'd think that yellow jackets would be the bloodiest of the tv
1: right (laughs) when this well when this happened i was just like what is going on like it it feels (laughs) like the second that we decided to make these shows fight they decided to be like we are up for the challenge
0: (laughs) seriously they're just like you know what also mentions of earlobes being chewy and barnacly what are we doing here it's like they're speaking to one another
1: I, they they are and they're also speaking to the metaphorical wilderness at the same time. They're in the wilderness. Both both shows this week. Are yeah, In their Norway own wilderness.
0: Never have I ever wanted to visit Norway more than after this week's oh my episode God. of Succession.
1: How beautiful did everything look? And it's what gorgeous. were those animals they were roasting? That's another thing that happened that was very yellow jackets. They were. I mean, boar.
0: Like- right? Has to be boar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I They're a no small answer. to be boar. That's <laughs> why mini- I was
0: wondering. Mini boars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> AKA probably just pigs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, these, uh, both of these episodes, I feel like they were pretty evenly matched this week. We had really two outstanding episodes of both Yellow Jackets and succession this week. I feel like it's going to be a really tough fight. I don't know about you, Latanya. I feel like this is a tough week. It's going to be head to head.
1: Yeah, this is a difficult week. Like we've had a couple episodes uh and you know the the Connor's wedding and the honeymoon states episodes that I thought mm-hmm. were just like two of the best episodes of television I've ever seen like full stop. Um, And so it was difficult to uh, weigh Yellow Jackets against those two. But I think that this, you know, with all of its talk of business um, and making moves and deals and, you know, shady backroom dealings uh, held up really well against a Yellow Jackets episode, which is a lot of shady backroom dealings in and of itself
0: yeah there's so much going on both of these shows i felt like we really i I was surprised to see crystal slash Kristen be gone so early this season
1: and they can't even eat her
0: i mean i mean who you know she got covered in (laughs) snow a nice little preservation method we don't know they could go back for some more although um a little poopy you know as they would say so much poop (laughs) like she landed in the poop she landed in the poop um, although you'd think, I mean, either, I mean, here's the thing. Misty's going to either have to go back and move the body. Cause that seems like that's the poop spot. That's the latrine. That's where they're dumping the poo. So she's going to have to move, uh, uh, Kristen. So as not to get caught. Right.
1: I just haven't gotten over the fact that her name is not crystal. Crystal, the pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I was called crystal, the pistol,
0: I wouldn't admit to my name being Kristen either. I
1: would. I'd be like, call me by my damn name. Like, what is going on right now? I mean, what good nicknames are there for Kristen? Uh, Kristen's never missing. Missed. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> that's that's just. I just see. see? I got nothing.
0: There's nothing that comes rolls off the tongue as easy as well. Kristen there's
1: nothing Kristen. right now in this like two seconds of us talking about <laughs> it. No. But I feel like over an entire season of getting to know a human person. There might be something that you could come up with.
0: Yeah, there probably is a better option
1: out there for Crystal. Part of you that could just be like, "Hey, let's reschedule and move this," because you know their dad just died, and you know. I mean, my sister's kind of, she's fucked up about it. And brother's a mess, and I'm fucking, I'm gone. I'm like, I'm on the fucking, I'm dead. It's over for me. It's okay. It's fine. Like you just drag us out here, you inhuman fucking dog man, you crazy. Yeah,
0: this is uh, good episodes of both, but let's uh, let's go straight into we gotta we gotta talk about Succession first. So let's go there. Yeah, it did win last week. So currently uh, we are at uh, let's see. So we, Succession won last week, and it won the week before. So is it gonna win three times in a row? I a mean, three-peat,
1: We call that in Chicago.
0: 3 three-peat Kill list is the episode we're talking about here. Um, I felt like, LaTanya, something that I really appreciated about this episode is there were, like, there's a lot of comedy in it, as we said, like, about last episode, too, whereas I feel like the third episode was a really different episode of Succession. So I was happy to kind of get some more comedic beats. And who had it on their bingo card that, like, Matson was going to step in as, like, the Logan Roy of sorts in Daddy's absence?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Madsen is just a horrible human being and, and yeah. really served as a great foil for the kids and someone for them to eventually gang up on and someone for uh, Roman to finally like air out all of his, you know, I hate you, like, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, like just most vile things that he wanted to say. And Roman does seem to always do his be- best work with Matson when Mattson is, like, peeing. Um, well, I,
0: yeah, why are they always <laughs> having conversations while Mattson is peeing? Like, he couldn't have waited two seconds. Maybe no. he's like, I'll catch him at his most vulnerable.
1: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe just, like, don't have a pee in front of a couple people that you're trying to do a business <laughs> deal with. Why can not Mattson just
0: wait until he's off the mountain? Is this, like, a rite of passage thing where you just... Probably, you know, Yeah, I
1: mean, if you're on top of a mountain, are you not gonna pee? That's the question for the audience. <laughs> I mean, that's probably where we're not me unless week. there's a bathroom. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um,
0: but no, Roman certainly, Kieran Culkin, just outstanding work. I mean, I everybody has probably seen by now. He has now been nominated for uh lead actor, which before he was, you know, he was just um, uh, what is it, side character? He wasn't up for lead for the Emmys. And I'm really excited about it because I feel like this is finally, I feel like this is so deserved for Roman and, and Kieran Culkin to be recognized because that scene, for me at least, is very
1: much the standout of the episode. Him like, Nominations aren't out yet, right? But you mean he's just getting I'm put sorry. in the lead category?
0: Yes. Yes. That is okay. what I mean. Yeah. He you and know Sarah way more about are being
1: are being moved up to leads for this I season. Which I totally
0: should, like rightfully deserved. And um, I just I really loved that scene in particular because I think we all kind of knew, oh, this pre-grieving nonsense he's been talking about isn't a real thing. It's going to hit him. And. It finally does when he says, like, how dare you? You didn't even give us a single second to grieve before you had us come out here. Oh, You yeah. made us come out here when you dragged my dad along for six months. And we find out that Roman, we know Roman feels like he's shouldering some of the blame because of the voicemail he left his dad. Mm-hmm. But it seems like now he's trying to also push some blame on Matson. Like, you killed him. You're the reason he was on that plane in the first place.
1: Let's be honest. There's no way that uh, Logan listened to his voice messages. Like, <laughs> you know. I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I think he has people for that, right? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that a carry job? Um, But also, yeah, I, but obviously he would have some ennui about, you know, wondering if that was the thing. Everybody would be wondering what was the thing that kind of like sent our dad over the top and made him, you know, have this, uh uh blood clot essentially um yeah. that ended his life and uh yeah you didn't let us grieve you wouldn't even talk to us over the phone when we were uh that it was the day of and it, you know he kind yeah. of like even greets him with that it's not like our dad died yesterday it was two days ago ha 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 um yeah. yeah madsen has a lot to answer for um, and then even more to answer for when he just decides to spill everything to Shiv later.
0: Yeah, yeah. We need to talk about Shiv because I know I've seen some of your tweets in terms of like big Shiv episode. I feel yeah. like it's been a minute since we've had a Shiv win. This yeah. certainly goes in the win column for Shiv in terms of uh, knowing who, that she needs to talk to Matson and getting him to divulge a lot of information to her. Mm-hmm. He's very vulnerable to her with information that, She certainly could use against him. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the episode, when we find out this kill list, who's named on the kill list, the people that are not on the list are the people seemingly that Shiv has protected. And Jerry, Carolina. And I mean, seems like Tom is not on the list as well, which the relationship between her and Tom are so interesting in this episode.
1: It's really interesting. Tom fully hit her um i, I just want to yeah like i get that that was a violent flick i get that it was a flick but it was really violent and i was kind of like whoa when it happened um yeah. so i just want to get that out there that's not okay nope um I, I you know you can live with your shoes being a little bit dirtied up but mm-hmm. you can't just go around flicking people's earlobes like yeah. that's not okay um but yeah, it, it's definitely, uh, we hear Shiv say, oh, well, Jerry could definitely help you with that. Or Carolina could definitely help you with that. And I think that more keeping Tom around is for Matson to be able to just, like, mess with Tom. Um, we
0: know he's the ultimate, like, he doesn't care, right? Matson is so complicated and scary because he's so erratic and unpredictable and He truly will just mess with someone just because he can, just because he wants
1: to. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a terrible person like we saw um, in season three that we got more of a maybe like Zuckerberg-y Mattson, whereas uh, season four, he's like full on Elon at this point. Um, so really changing with the times, really changing with the with the mood uh, of what's happening in real life and just realizing like this is a person who um, we have no idea exactly what it is that he's going to do next because he's just so unpredictable as a force and as a character and because he doesn't give any Fs about anyone or anything. Um, I mean, I guess we kind of see him we get down to what is the most, like, warm and fuzzy of him when he's meeting with Shiv and he's, like, on Coke and, you know, he's offering her the same even though she doesn't do it. There's a lot of conversation out there about, like, is she drinking, is she doing drugs while we know that she's pregnant? And I, what do you think? I, uh, mean, I know I, what I think, but...
0: I personally think, first of all, a woman taking a sip of alcoholic, be- like, an alcohol beverage, like... Not gonna like harm the baby, right? A single sip isn't gonna do anything. Also, I think it's very easy. Coke is a bit different, and I we don't see her do it. She is not worth saying. Um, now with the drinks, how easy is it to close your lips as you tip a beverage back? Yeah, I think that anybody saying that she is actively drinking out there is not is like looking for things to be angry at Shiv about. I think there's a lot of Shiv hate out there. And a lot of it feels a little bit misogynistic to me. I have to say oh,
1: the, the fact that we're even having this conversation is, is because of the patriarchy. Yeah. We should probably start off by saying, and I would also recommend that people read the book carrying better. Um, which is, I think that's what it's called. Uh, which is all about uh, the idea that a, a person doesn't have to um, like, uh, remain completely away from alcohol uh, when they are pregnant, which I think is evidenced by the (laughs) years and years and decades of people fully drinking and smoking cigarettes while being pregnant with the people that are now like running our world. Mm -hmm. Um, But also um, I agree. I think that she is mimicking sips. I think that she has to play this game because it's 1965 at the top of every like uh, big corporation in America and throughout the world. Um, and, and that in itself is very gendered. Um, but, you know like I don't think that she's necessarily doing anything to put her pregnancy in danger and the fact that people are all up in arms about this is so misogynistic
0: it is it's really and this is this is exactly why I've said this on other podcasts I was very concerned when they made Shiv being pregnant a storyline on the show yeah. because I didn't ever want that to be all we were focused on right or all the show was focused on Shiv is such a big well-rounded deep and complex character and to then give her this one note of like pregnancy and that's it I'm really happy to say that like didn't really come up this episode right like everyone is in the streets and you know on the internet are talking about the pregnancy but the show really didn't focus a ton on it this episode and I really liked that because you know what it's imagine a world where they find out in this episode where everyone Mm -hmm. finds out Shiv is pregnant none of this goes the way it goes No, because of the patriarchy, because when she's pregnant, she's literally seen as a womb. Like that's it. That's all she'll be seen as. And she, and I know you talked about this a little bit on Twitter and like, I totally agree. Like, the reason Shiv does so well with Matson is because she's grown up in this world mm-hmm. dealing with men like Matson. She knows what to say to them. Whereas when it's complete night and day, when Kendall and Roman are the ones trying to talk to Matson, they flub it immediately. They are they come in without this air of confidence. And it feels like Matson one ups them immediately. Right. Whereas Shiv knows how to dress this guy down and how to talk to him in a way where she can put up this facade of like i'm just a vulnerable woman like tell me all of your uh, deepest darkest secrets exactly. when she is she her name is literally Shiv
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> her name is Shiv uh and uh yeah and she's a Roy
0: so exactly. and
1: and him uh kind of like going wow you're you're so much like your dad and her, that little smile that she has is like, yeah, I'm a killer. Like, I'm going to destroy you. The, the uh, If people don't understand now that the goal of every conversation that Shiv Roy has is to de- like decimate her opponent, then I'm not sure what show they've been watching. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that in terms of making her pregnancy a storyline, I think because Sarah Snook is pregnant in real life, they may not have had a choice, well, to... no, they
0: they didn't know she was pregnant, so when she oh, they that, didn't know, they didn't know. so in the in the episode, uh last episode when she kind of stumbles down the stairs, right they they all said they had no idea Sarah Snook was pregnant at the time. Oh. so they would you know, they were very nervous. they wouldn't they found have made, that out. I was
1: wondering, I was like, <laughs> yeah. They really said if there's padding and way. everything
0: and yeah, of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's but like yeah,
0: so they didn't they didn't acting. know. So I found that you know, honestly, when I found that out, it did put me at ease a little bit more, knowing that, like, no, this isn't just a we had to do this type of thing. It was more of a they really actually did want the storyline to happen.
1: That's really interesting. I mean, I think for a lot of reasons, it's really interesting that they would write in a pregnancy storyline because and we discussed this on previous versus podcasts, but like, you know. If, if you're someone who is working at the, the highest echelons of uh, corporate America, the and you're a woman, mm-hmm. like, what is the thing that can be held against you the most? It right. is like, you're too emotional, and you could get pregnant. Yep. And so I think it's, it's smart in a lot of ways uh, for them to write this as a storyline, because of, you know, just like, everything that pregnant women have to go through in general, but everything that Shiv as a pregnant woman would have to go through in this particular arena. Um, and, and people judging her unfit or deeming her not, you know, not like ready for action, basically like yeah. not someone who could take on a lot because, Oh, won't someone think of, think of the children.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and So yeah, the fact that they didn't know that she was pregnant makes me side-eye this a little bit because really like a pregnancy storyline for like the only like woman who isn't Jerry or, or Carolina. um, Okay. Like your main
0: woman on the show. The
1: main woman on the show. I get that it, it really does push some things in terms of her relationship with Tom and maybe that is the reasoning for doing it. But other than that, it really does kind of suck to have to like watch her go through all of this, like the beginning stages of pregnancy when she's like being trucked up and down a mountain. <laughs> and, yep. and, like, you know, flying and like all of the things that no one would want to do if they are and, going and, through pregnancy symptoms. and
0: doing it while keeping the pregnancy a secret, a secret. right? And that, exactly. that's that's the toughest thing, I think, uh, to watch is watching her struggle. And speaking of Tom, we do see her have some really interesting interactions with him. And the way I read that final scene that she has with him on the PJ is she is now feeling herself again, yeah. and conf- a confident Shiv just like a confident Kendall can be very, very dangerous because she's feeling herself. And you know what that means? It's shit on Tom time. You know, it is, Hey Tom, you want, you want to grab dinner when we get back? Like she's pulling her back in. Like she is, the uh what is it the the black widow spider like mm. pulling him into her web again yeah um so i'm really intrigued to see how their relationship is going to move forward throughout this season it's something i was most interested to see in season four in general like the fallout between those two characters mm-hmm. uh it ain't over yet it is no, far from not. over with
1: them. but uh, i will also say before we move on that a confident shiv is also the time when you see her falter yes the hardest
0: makes mistakes yeah so
1: it's really really tough to see like at at the same time where it's great to see her have this interaction with mattson and just have him pouring his heart out to her because she is the least threatening like she's not named as one of the successors and so she and she's a woman so she's like the least threatening of them all to him and he can like bear all of this like really damning uh evidence to her uh is is really interesting to see him do that but at the same time knowing that you know she is on such a high now sets her up for a fall
0: for sure i mean luckily we're halfway through the season not the beginning of the season so we're hope hopefully she can maintain this high that she's currently at Speaking of pregnant women, let's start talking about Yellow Jackets because we have a soon-to-be oh mom <laughs> in Shauna Shipman.
1: <laughs> Do we? Uh. Seemingly,
0: um, uh, for those of you who don't know, we're, we are going to have a, a bit of a skip week coming up where we're taking a, there's a yeah. week off of Yellow Jackets. And they left at us on kind of a cliffhanger where it seems like Shauna is in labor about to give birth at the end of the episode.
1: She's definitely in labor uh, and in the middle of a blizzard. Uh thankfully they are able to woo-woo themselves back to the cabin. <laughs> yes.
0: I hear my friends trying to find me. I feel the wind on my face.
1: <laughs> I was just like, what?
0: Lottie. <laughs> lottie. Stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of lottie. <laughs> a lot of lotty uh, A <laughs> lot of lottie. And uh yeah, but Shauna is uh fully ready to pop here. Um, yeah, it's terrifying given that she's with a bunch of teenagers and their coach who has no medical experience.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm it seems like uh, if I had to guess, Misty is probably going to be the one with the most experience.
1: Yeah. Given like what she took, like
0: the first aid class twice for Girl Scouts or whatever.
1: The babysitters. uh, (laughs) First yeah first first aid.
0: Aid. <laughs> and she she knows staying alive is what you're supposed to do to chest compressions uh-huh. so probably going to be a misty which is just a whole other you know a whole other mess but do you have any predictions in terms of what what happens to baby shipman here
1: i i think it's possible that baby shipman is a stillborn mm-hmm. um is that too
0: like i guess the show is it's really leaned dark this season, so it isn't out of the out of the question for them to do something like that.
1: Well, I mean, they don't bring a baby back with them. No, they don't.
0: Um, do they My my assumption was they sacrifice it in some way. That was what I thought would happen. Oh my god, that's I way know. worse than
1: what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> well, the thing to bring up though is we because we have Ty and Akila now going to these um tree cults yeah yeah, these morning breathing exercises um shauna is left feeling very alone and it it really does feel like she is on the outs now Mm -hmm. with this group uh lottie feels much more of a leader than she ever did before Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of concerning that you know shauna is going to be the one giving birth and lottie seems very very focused on shauna's pregnancy and her baby
1: so focused that she uh while Shana's asleep she's like fully talking to the baby
0: it's very creepy like i okay i feel like we need to put out a psa i've never been pregnant but <laughs> what i will say is i don't think you should ever like touch someone's stomach that's pregnant or talk to their stomach if they're pregnant without permission first.
1: Oh, yeah. That's and, um, a big thing is that people automatically think that just because you're pregnant, like, your belly is a separate entity from you. I've, I've also never been pregnant, but I've been around my sister way too much during her two <laughs> pregnancies. Just, like, constantly around my sister during two pregnancies. And people really do separate the belly from the mom as a person. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, and it's like you—you're touching me. Mm-hmm. I never gave you permission to touch me. Uh, stop it and <laughs> uh, go away. And and also, don't talk to my child unless you also have permission. Like people, like consent culture extends to a lot mm-hmm uh that we encounter let's just, not touch people. People, let's you just know? not touch people let's just not
0: touch people our hands to ourselves but yeah so Lottie is like very very focused on shauna and her pregnancy and ty in an effort to both like appease van and also to stop her own like sleepwalking from occurring is also going to these meetings which shauna sees as like a betrayal and this is so interesting because before we would have said you know it's shauna nat and ty are on the side of like the non-believers if you will you know more of the science versus faith side of things obviously nat is still on that side with shauna but ty feels like she's much more straddling the middle which is fascinating considering how much van keeps pushing ty to say like you're connected to all of this that's happening
1: yeah um it's it's very weird because like a lot of it seems to be aimed toward like uh, uh, like the whole idea of like a pregnant Lilith and like you know her like her uh bounty coming forth you know being an ex- an example of like the wilderness giveth you yes. know and that's weird and it feels like this is something that you know, could be alleviated if they were just to have a conversation with Shauna
0: as opposed
1: to treating Shauna like she is a different entity than that of her baby
0: Mm -hmm. or that
1: she's some, like, vessel, you know? Yeah. For for all of the hopes and dreams that the group is putting into the wilderness itself.
0: Yeah, it feels like ever since... um ever since Lottie and Shauna had that connective moment, where Lottie takes off Jackie's necklace and kind of hands it over to Shauna, right? Uh Like, when they decide they're finally going to cremate the body. Yeah. It does feel like Lottie has been very connected to Shauna in a way that she wasn't previously, right? She's the one who decides, we should do a baby shower. And it feels like, even after her like, little prayer circle, it's just like, oh, and we will be here for him, right? Like, we will welcome him. It's all very, very focused on Shauna's baby. And Part of me is like, well, that's kind of a psychological thing of like, what else is there to focus on? It's something new. It's something exciting. It's something different. When Mm. you're stuck for months and months and months, basically getting literal cabin fever. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: um, It's something different to focus on. But it also feels very dangerous in the way that we know Lottie is a future, uh, you know, cult leader.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Lottie's definitely getting a lot of uh, practice right now mm-hmm. in her cult leading. Um, uh, is a natural at it, and so many. It's so interesting to see the division uh, between the the girls who believe mm-hmm. and the 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 very few who are kind of like stragglers and who don't, and who aren't going along with all of this, but. Yeah, Shauna is being treated like some type of magical vessel, um, to like give an offering to the wilderness. And the it's fact very that-
0: much like a married thing, right? Like a Mary and is. Jesus type situation.
1: It is. And and the fact that like they already are like Lottie's already referring to the baby as a he and has been yeah. for quite some time. It's just very weird. So I just I don't have any <sighs> I don't have any real like uh, hope that this is something that's going to go well, which is why I'm, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm on team stillbirth because that sounds horrible. (laughs) Um, So I'm not going to say that, but like, I, I think that it's going to be a steal, a stillbirth. And I think that that is far, far preferable to sacrificing this. Oh,
0: a thousand percent. Yeah, it is. I think what's interesting is, we don't know what Shauna and Lottie's relationship is like now, right? right? Because we've only seen interactions between Lottie and Nat, adult versions. Right. Um, so part of me believes like if there's a sacrifice, it is like all Lottie doing it, and Shauna and like that is, you know, horrifying to think about, but like that that's the only way I can imagine it actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to shift things a little bit because I have to imagine LT that you were a six feet under fan. Like, I yes. just have to imagine you watched it. Oh, and yeah. so tell me, because I know I've been so high on Lauren Ambrose playing adult van. I, she could not have done a better job this week at embodying what an adult
1: van would be like for me. So good. Right. Like mm-hmm. e- even when we first see her last week, um, I'm just like that's fan. That that's fan. That makes total sense. There are like subtle body language things happening, subtle things happening like in terms of um like like emanating Liv Houston's voice a little bit. Yes. Um which is interesting because Liv Houston is not American. Um so like doing the accent that Liv Houston is doing um and it's just it's so good it's just such good casting like I think that all of the casting this season has been fantastic like when they said Elijah Wood was on board I was like yes I don't really care what he does I just think that like (laughs) the 90s circle must come to like must close yeah somehow he needs to be a part of it um but yeah I thought that everything that Lauren Ambrose did this episode was so different than anything I've ever seen her do in any other piece that I've seen her in. And she's yeah. been in a uh, servant recently where she's doing something completely different. Um, and it's way different than the character that she plays in six feet under too. So she's just fully embodying this character and it's really, really cool to see.
0: I loved her. I feel like it's, it's fascinating seeing an adult van and Trying to piece together exactly what has happened between when they were rescued and now, yeah. specifically between the relationship between her and Ty, but also about these mysterious Oxycontin pills that she dug out of the trash and took that are uh, that were prescribed to a V. Palmer that may or may not have been her mom or her. Is she sick? Is she addicted? Like, there's so it's not it, it can't just possibly be one thing like there's so many options yeah and I like that we have that hanging thread out there because my hope and dream is that like I want the one thing that I'm kind of waiting for that I'm hoping we're going to get this season is I need more of the adult cast to be together Yeah. um because I've been feeling that separation
1: a lot This you've got to think that at some point they all end up at Lottie's right
0: Yes, exactly. Or the only other option, which may, in my opinion, not come until like a season three, we know it got renewed for a season three. So Mm -hmm. I imagine it's probably going to happen in season three, maybe even a four is them returning to the wilderness, right? Like it feels like that makes a lot of sense that we're going to follow, they're going to swap places. So we're going to have a present day group going back to the wilderness and we're going to have 1996 group being rescued in 1998. know
1: yeah and trying to figure out like what their life is getting used to being back i think there's a reason they showed them coming back um you know the group that did come back uh in like episode one was it yes it was the premiere yep yeah um i i think that that's that would make sense to me in terms of how things are going um i hope they pack well
0: (laughs) (laughs) really no. warm clothes only please
1: yeah i hope there's just like all tons your meds of, tons of meds and lip balm and deodorant and like
0: all the alcohol and sterilization oh tools gosh. and
1: everything oh man oh, the packing list that i would have to return to the wilderness <laughs> would be never ending if someone shows up with six full bags yes and a trunk <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um but I think that's truly probably where we're heading. I just I just miss some of the in- adults uh, interacting a little bit more specifically. I do. we got that in season 1 so yeah. much
1: and their and their adult interaction was so interesting and propulsive. I mean propulsive. these powerhouse
0: performances by yes. these like amazing
1: actresses, yes. you know. I miss it. I Me do. Too. I miss them all being together. It's interesting to kind of get people together. I mean getting um Getting Van and Ty back together is one thing because they truly were their own little group. It'll be interesting to find out what Van knows about Ty that Ty can't seem to come to herself. Yep. Um, But it also seemed like the root of a lot of that was Lottie.
0: Exactly. And so it's going to be super fascinating to see, like, what is the cause of Ty you know, quote unquote sleepwalking. Is it stress? Is it something supernatural? And how does like, is there ever a moment when they're in the wilderness where like Ty does open up to Lottie? It feels like we're getting closer to that. If it does happen.
1: It does. Yeah. It does feel like we're getting closer to it. Um, And then like, you know, we've got Misty now um, kind of like joining the ranks of, uh, of Nat and Lottie. Uh, so, it'll be interesting to see what that threesome is like and why it is that it seems that they, you know, that they really didn't want Misty around. Like, so many people don't want Misty around.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people end up dead when they're around Misty. So, uh, you know, yeah.
1: can't <laughs> really. Rest in blame peace, him Crystal Chris. <laughs>
0: Um. Alright, let's go to a quick ad break And then it is time to pit these two shows up against the, each other In the arena to see who will win the week America We are endowed by our creator With certain unalienable rights Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness At Grand Canyon University We believe in equal opportunity And the American dream starts with purpose To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Okay, we are back and it is time to pit Succession and Yellow Jackets head-to-head in our categories this week, LaTanya. First up, title card, which is which episode has the better name? And for succession, we have Kill List, Yellow Jackets, Two Truths and a Lie. They're they're both fairly strong, I would say. I feel like yeah. Kill List is probably one of the better succession titles we've had this season.
1: Kill List is a really good title, just because it could be about anything. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it could be uh, the Matson uh, Company Kill List. It could be a Kill List for that, like Roman and Kendall have internally.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and So we're kind of like left until we, you know, we're not left very long into the episode until we figure out exactly what it is. But I think that like going into the episode, it could be anything. I think that the reason that I would vote for that as opposed to two truths and a lie is because we don't even get two truths and a lie in the episode. Three <laughs> we just get three true things. Because
0: Walter just says like, I know how to win. Like, this is how you win. You cheat. Did you call him Walter! Walter! <laughs> <laughs> this is see i watch way too much succession in yellow jackets yeah. <laughs> no i don't i do, I do totally agree i i would vote kill list as well i feel like it's a stronger a uh, more aggressive uh title and it applies to the episode in a really fun way where we, we are we do we do get a kill list you know there is mm-hmm. a kill list so um I agree it's with almost
1: exactly what you think it's gonna be
0: <laughs> Pretty much. I loved Hugo being a uh, the slalom mother effort. <laughs>
1: so mad. I mean, also to be put on a kill list by someone who blew a seven second lead at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh I I as a as a noted watcher of all things Olympics, I'd be pissed. <laughs>
0: I love how Hugo, like, has the audacity to, like, rub that in that guy's face. He literally has so much food on his plate, he has to hold things on the side. Like, it's so ridiculous. Hugo has definitely felt slimier and slimier to me as time has gone on. He's really come out of the woodwork as, like, you're just a slime ball, aren't you? He
1: started off slimy, too. But he's gotten even slimy. Yeah, he's gotten now. way worse. Yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> Even if he is on the kill list, you got to think that Kendall is going to want to keep him around.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because he knows where the bodies are buried, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, next up, we have Boar on the Floor, which is the most shameful moment of the episode. Uh, would you like to make any, uh, put anything up to be on the list of Boar on the Floor for succession?
1: Uh, I mean, it's pretty shameful when Matson decides that he's going to tell Shiv about all of the blood that he sent a fellow employee, (laughs) like his his direct report.
0: Yeah, Ebba, poor Ebba, who... Truly, let, let me say, if if Eva does decide ever if they ever decide they're going to fire her, which seemingly they might because they retain Carolina which right. and they do the same job. They're both head of comms. Right. Um, she either has a really great book deal coming her way uh-huh. or a buttload of money. And either way, she's making out like bank.
1: She should be getting so much money. And I just felt bad for her immediately because Carolina was just like, you look really refreshed. <laughs> Which everyone knows is code for "Have you gotten work done?"
0: Yeah, you. How many vacation days do you get?
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would agree. That is that is a very shameful moment. He should be a little more ashamed of that, in my opinion. He should be a lot more ashamed of it. Yeah, like
1: and is so ashamed that he doesn't tell Shiv.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't what tell an, your enemy this information itch about itch. yourself. <laughs> Uh, for, for yellow jackets, I think I would go with uh, poor Randy in the bathroom. Uh, oh. Like, what a shameful moment to have to pretend. Like, and Shauna, too. Like, everyone involved is getting a, a lot of shame thrown on them. Like, you're having to pretend you're sleeping with your husband's best friend and going to his sad motel room where you're. he's already eaten the Fritos that he got. <laughs> and you have to, like make up the bed to look like you slept in it you give him a condom to go you know do the deed in and he ends up putting strawberry lotion in it there's so much shame in this whole situation
1: that's really shameful another moment that i would uh point out is when natalie thinks she has the goods on lottie and she just comes into that room full of people and it's like i have these papers I know what you're doing! And they're like, yeah, we also know what yeah, she's doing. Yeah, we,
0: we gave all these up willingly.
1: Yeah. Duh. That's really shameful. But, like, yeah, the the... I didn't even think of the Randy thing, because it's just so Randy that, it, like, his life... <laughs> His life, he seems to have the worst life of, like, all of the people that we've seen on this show so far. He
0: says that him and his wife made up. But then I'm like, why are you still living at the motel then? Or was it just a one night thing?
1: Yeah, because they both leave.
0: Okay, true. All right. I was like, why are you here then, my guy? (laughs) What's going on? Um. I, I do think though, Matson sending blood is probably worse. Yeah. Like by a lot. Leaders. leaders of blood. Like if it was just like a vial of blood or like one of those weird things that people like the grunge would do in the nineties where you like keep a, like a vial a of vial your lover's of, blood yeah. around your neck.
1: Yes. The but grunge. Leaders?
0: The grunge. <laughs> 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 See, that was my shameful moment of the yeah. podcast.
1: LT. <laughs> Oh, we're getting to mine. I'm sure you can point it uh, out if you want. I just thought that the, that the grunge, was the like, grunge era, that's like that's literally the name of a a radio station. Oh, the grunge uh-huh. and the Chicago land. Shout area. out to them. Yeah,
0: uh, I I agree. I feel like Mattson uh, sending uh, blood to his employees terrible and should be very shameful. Um, oh, I can't believe that. I, I, I mean, we'll talk about if it's eligible for another category because I can't believe it either. Yeah. Um, Moving on to the Antler Queen, the biggest boss of the week. I feel like it's a no-brainer on the Succession side that Shiv is Antler Queen.
1: Yeah, you think Shiv more so than Roman? I do, simply because... Yeah.
0: Shiv gets what she wants and Roman doesn't Roman yeah. gets the relief of like shouting and yelling and getting his grief out and and you know really getting his feelings out but like at a really inopportune time and he yeah. totally is violating all of the SEC <laughs> <proposals>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if a deal falls apart in the forest and the SEC oh, is it an SEC violation? Yeah uh, yeah. yeah oh my god uh, yeah I, I agree that it's Shiv for sure yeah. Um, she definitely gets like a huge huge win this episode and I just love the way that she carries herself throughout the whole episode because she's looking at her brothers and they're freaking out and they're like I'm, I'm in the middle of like a, 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 a cage match with an ogre and she's like you're reading documents <laughs> is what you're doing
0: that you're part reading document killed me absolutely killed me and I really appreciated how because again we've seen Every angle of all of these characters. We've seen their highs. We've seen their lows. But the show isn't afraid to say, like, no, Shiv is still very astute. She's very smart. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't have the business acumen that everybody else does all the time. But she... She sees all the weird press about bad dad stuff coming out. She recognizes it. She says, how are these leaks happening saying no one's getting along here? And like the deal is going south. Like she's very, very aware of what is going on and she's tuned into all of it. And And she
1: knows it's Kendall
0: exactly and she has her social game on lock in many many ways so i i can't see anybody who deserves it more than shiv specifically also because the kill how the kill list ends up being right it's the people that are safe or the people she talked to Matson about exactly to me, that is a big indicator of like her winning the week
1: yes agreed
0: for antler queen on the yellow jacket side i feel like it's a little bit more of a toss-up yeah um I did put Lottie simply because she is the one who is able to get the information out of Nat about uh, the last time she saw Travis and what Travis meant by Nat was right. And because there is a question of whether or not um, the shadow of the antler queen that she sees, like, is that her own shadow, right? Like literally is she the antler queen? Um, And also in the flashback, like in the past, in the wilderness she's leading all of these people into these like breathing rituals that may or may not have saved shauna and ty or played a part in saving shauna Mm -hmm. and ty Mm -hmm.
1: i mean the intentionality of it for sure was something that you can point to for saving them Mm -hmm. um there is something to be said about a bunch of people just like focusing their energy on a thing and and then that and manifesting that thing and making that thing happen Right. I, I don't think that that's too woo-woo. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the answer probably is Lottie uh, for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and she's probably the actually, actual ant- antler queen as well.
0: Yeah. And on top of that, like, uh, we have Natalie coming in saying she has all your phone records and your bills and your bank account information and all your money and blah, blah, blah. And all she's met with is, like, yeah, and? Yeah. Like, that's that's how much of a stranglehold uh, Lottie has on her followers, which you know? is
1: wild. It is like she's walking around wearing like a Cartier watch,
0: <laughs> throwing away smoothies left and right because they don't have the right roots
1: in them. Oh you know, my gosh, when she threw that smoothie away, I was just like, no, yeah, what a waste. I could be drinking that smoothie. <laughs> Even the worst smoothie is still a smoothie, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: I think I would pitch for. Lottie to win this week simply because like she literally has a cult following her around. She does. And Shiv, while she does win the week, is still in a very precarious position in my opinion. Um, She's still in a tenuous spot
1: where she is. Shiv doesn't have a cult? Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
0: <Shiv's>, <laughs> Shiv doesn't. I mean, I would be a part of Shiv's cult, but like, yeah. you know, she doesn't have a cult currently.
1: I don't know if I have enough money to be a part of Shiv's cult. <laughs> I can't afford to be. I can't afford to be in, I Shiv's, can't afford cult. To be in Shiv's cult. I have too much of a capacious bag to be, to be invited. <laughs> I will say, if you go back and watch old episodes of Succession, Shiv had capacious bags. <gasps> oh my! I mean, See, they were full of laptop and such, but like they were big yeah. bags.
0: Yeah, was like, she going to work? Maybe if she's going she to work, was going it's going more
1: to work. Well, that's yeah. more
0: acceptable than going to a party with a capacious it, bag. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to pretend like I'm rich for a second. Let's oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. They don't even carry bags. Cause they just have people they go to, to get their stuff for them. They have body right. people. Yeah. And I wish I was rich. So bad.
0: <laughs> uh, where do you want to land? Do you lot of your Shiv? Who is your antler queen for the week?
1: <sighs> um, this is interesting because this also gets down into like generational wealth. Uh, another mm-hmm. category that we have. Um, I don't know. I think this might be a split vote. I might have to go for Shiv.
0: What do you guys do when they're split votes?
1: Uh, we just, it's like a wash.
0: It's a wash. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's a wash <laughs> for them. Just stunned. I
1: love you so much. Like I thought it was a battle to the, the death. <laughs> Um, normally normally i am able to uh convince josh that i'm right
0: literally debate for a living so (laughs) just saying
1: yeah Yeah, my parents are so proud
0: (laughs) (laughs) well let's move on to piss mad then which is like Uh, i can't believe this happened that's me (laughs) me. feel like there's nothing more surprising
1: than blood bricks
0: like how how is there anything more surprising than blood bricks in the world
1: right you don't think that have after having told your 16 year old daughter that you murdered a man (laughs) thus making her an accomplice to the crime that her finding out that she's been going out on these little dates with a cop and then telling him that you've been having an affair with randy your her father's best friend that (laughs) that then causes you to have to go pretend to have a sexual interlude with randy randy the best friend of your husband is more piss mad yeah actually
0: now that we know that like uh mattson is supposed to be like this elon musk type of character right we find out that he wears like noise cancellation headphones and listens to podcasts <laughs> while he's pleasured um It's totally not surprising to, do
1: you think he listens to verses while he's uh having the sex
0: <laughs> do we have soothing enough voices for him maybe i don't
1: know that was never given as a as a priority like <laughs> The vo- the soothingness of the voices was never. It was just true. listening to podcasts.
0: Yeah, maybe he. May, yeah, maybe it is. If so, hope you're having a fun time.
1: I mean, that is also another reveal for piss mad. Like, oh, that, wild. that, that is fact, wild.
0: That is, that is a very wild thing to do. <laughs> there
1: are too many options for this category.
0: Is the answer? Um, gosh, you know what? I think I'm the with blood you. Though is like ugh. it's 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 nasty. I mean. I do think like no one could have seen the Callie Randy Shauna situation coming. Right. I feel like anything I hear about Matson from here on out won't be as surprising because he's that's just Matson. Like the wealthy do weird things.
1: Really weird things. Yeah. But I I still have not fully gotten over the fact that Shauna told her daughter that she killed a man. Killed a man. That, uh, she uh, drove her out thing. into the I thought she was gonna kill her daughter. Cause when she drove her out into the no middle of service. nowhere, <laughs> I was like, oh no. Very That's dangerous. For her for Callie.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. That was that was tenuous. That was scary. Yeah. Um, I I'm totally on board with the Callie Randy Shauna situation being being the winner of the Piss Mad competition because that family and the
1: fact that Callie was like so pleased with herself is so sad. I know. She was like so happy that that she had helped. She was like, "Oh, I yeah. didn't help. Yeah, uh, I did the right
0: thing by lying to a cop about you and dad and your extramarital affairs with his best friend. Yeah, he me. Um, it's
1: pissed mad.
0: It's very pissed mad. Let's move on to music of the night. Uh, <laughs> in, in succession, we got a takeover by Jay Z to open the episode. We also got a hip hop version of the Succession theme song, which is a freaking bop.
1: Yeah." I, so good. I don't know how anything beats the the opening to Jay-Z. And can I just say how effing good Kendall looked when he was like I'm so
0: happy you said it, yes. Because like I just have to say, I'm not here for slouchy Kendall with the baseball caps and the drab like brown sweatshirts. I can't have it. You know, when we've seen hot Kendall. You can't give me baseball cap, Kendall. When he's even he's though that walking, baseball
1: cap is sixteen hundred dollars.
0: Wait, did you? Is it? Is this a thing? Or you yeah, just... no,
1: I'm not joking. Um,
0: That's are setting on so many levels.
1: Yeah, like even the clothes they wear to dress down. Um they have several versions of that baseball cap apparently. It's just a blank
0: baseball cap.
1: Oh, I know, but it starts off at something like 900 bucks and then but the version that they wear is like 1600 bucks.
0: What is it made of? Like hopes
1: and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Knit by tiny fairies. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, like him just like oh you just you feel the cocky kendall being back you know it's you so just feel good it. right like yeah the
1: way that he's like walking in with the sunglasses and he's got and i i normally am like for a guy in a business uh capacity wearing a tie but there's something about him and the way mm-hmm. his suits are tailored that he doesn't a slim need a fit. tie it's a slim fit yeah yeah. He doesn't need a tie. He looked
0: good, really good. And the bop, oh, it was, it was so good. The music—it was very reminiscent of the season, the series premiere. Excuse me, um, where he's coming into the Beastie Boys, but this time he's not singing. It's just like quiet as he's yeah. just like ruminating on stuff. He's just
1: let—he's just—he's in charge now. Yeah, he, he doesn't need to like pump himself up. Like he is the man now. Yep, it and is we ha- hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have it up against. Uh, I mean, to be fair. I did. I do think Yellow Jackets had a really strong showing with What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Yeah. We have "Staying Alive, which, iconic, and Mother by Danzig closing the, the show out. So very strong showing for Yellow Jackets, but I just don't know how it beats a hip-hop version of the Succession theme song. It
1: can't. It, it, we won't can have you, it. Can you tell? Where does the hip hop version of the succession theme song happen? It? So
0: it's okay. So Kendall is arriving, right? We're hearing Takeover by Jay Z. Yeah. As he's getting out of the car and like walking into the office, it kind of slowly transitions into a more like hip hop version of the theme. Oh, wow. It's a I little have, more subtle. I need to rewatch
1: yeah. it. I mean, Again. I've watched it three times. So I've only
0: seen it twice. So it's, it's the third time you would catch it. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I, I just, I don't, I've had a problem with, uh, with this category, like all, (laughs) all season because Nicholas Bertel is just like on his shit. Like there's just nothing that we can do. Like we, last week, um, Yellow Jackets won because Alanis Morissette kind of like, of course, like walked in and was like, hello, I'll take this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and we were like, who are we? to try to argue with Alanis, but come on. The Jay-Z song is perfect. Yeah. And and now I get to look forward to a hip-hop version of the Succession theme song? Okay,
0: It's wonderful. So there, obviously, Succession is winning that category. it has to. Uh, Which means we're moving on to generational wealth. Uh, We got lots of talk of uh, 144 is the number they need to get. They end up getting 192 per share, which is great apparently for businessy folks um the <laughs> amount of wealth just like in Norway like the beautiful accommodations in Norway oh my gosh like
1: I generally don't trust lifts
0: of any kind oh yeah the, that ski lift thing yeah
1: but this one looked so it looked capacious and it <laughs> and it looked uh just very secure like they mm-hmm. like like we do this for a living like this is our bread and butter, I'd get on that lift. I mean, absolutely. The view looked beautiful. The view was gorgeous. I loved yeah. um, in the, like, after the episode when Kieran Culkin was yes. talking and he was saying that he was so into the scene that he didn't even notice the view. So he had to, like, go back up on his own afterwards to be like, oh, wow, this is actually really nice. Yeah, he was too into it.
0: Which, I mean, makes sense. He has to really hone in on that, like, grief and
1: anger, you know, in the moment. He was like, it could have been happening in a bathroom. Which, (laughs) you know. Even the bathrooms looked really nice. The bathrooms are all very nice. I love how they were complaining about how small their accommodations were.
0: (laughs) This is where a bear goes to poop in the (laughs)
1: woods. The fact that they're, like, on two different private jets. Taking them there yeah. and then on helicopters to finally get there. And then they're like being sherpa up the, the mountain to their private accommodations. Overlooking
0: like, a beautiful river.
1: Oh my gosh. It was so beautiful. Floor to ceiling windows. Norway slaps. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Are we sticking with slaps as a as a just like a human being?
0: Should I say something? <laughs> uh, Norway. Norway gets it. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> See you. Why are you making me have another bore on the floor moment on the podcast, LT? I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> it's just that you know where that comes from, right? Oh no, it's a bad thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh well, the, it's the sound.
0: Oh <gasps> ew. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. See now that's a bore on the floor. Exactly. A lot of bores on a lot.
1: Whenever anyone says something slaps, I'm always like, "Can we? Can we? Let's just talk about it." I always
0: try. Let's just record it on a podcast. (laughs) Just let everybody know at once.
1: I feel like it's just a conversation I like to have with all my closest friends (laughs) about what we're putting out there.
0: Yeah. Well, now, dear listeners, you all know, but Norway can still get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Norway. Norway done got it.
0: Um, generational wealth on the yellow jacket side.
1: Lottie um, has a lot of cult money. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about generational wealth on yellow jackets, we talk about, like, um how much food they've got. Like, for example, if they had gotten that moose, oh, that would have been lot a lot of, generation of generational wealth. wealth, you know? Dang. Like, they still got plenty of bear, it seems.
0: They have some bear. They have some had- bear. Javi stole some bear. Javi stole some bear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where was that child
0: still don't know he's not he talking looked
1: fine when he came back like he didn't look like he had any you know uh everyone else looks like their face yeah. is worn from the wind you know what I mean
0: yeah I think a lot of people are speculating the mouse is like a metaphor for Javi and he's been hidden in the house the whole time he's the source of the dripping that Mari is hearing I personally huh. have a, more of the mindset of he has found a mine or some underground hideout and like yeah when he's talking about this, her, right? Like mm-hmm. she told me this and that. Um, I, I mean, I think the chalk pick is like a sleepwalking Taisa, right? Like her, her alter ego, oh. Taisa. But uh, there could be others, you know? Um, I guess,
1: but. But yeah, what terrifying. are they,
0: what are they having for generation? There's the, uh, do we see them even eat? They're eating like
1: broth. They're they not like, eating broth. Uh, it's suffering. high in vitamin C, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, Javi gets some, but I think the problem is you can't give it to Yellow Jackets because instead of getting rid of Mouths to Feed, well, I guess they got you know, it only is a wash because they got rid of Crystal, but they brought in Javi, <laughs> so we're really just trading
1: people out. They're pooping in a bucket, <laughs> so they're
0: pooping. If you poop in a bucket and you and you dump a dead body with a bucket over a hill and no one is around to see it.
1: I mean, if we're being <laughs> if we're being completely
0: fair to Misty, Crystal dumped herself. She did slip, as Misty was threatening to kill her. To kill her, yeah. I mean, I mean like, like you do, like like one does. Um, I feel like we have to give it to Norway. Is Norway
1: is Norway? You know, it's just it's so beautiful there. It is. I want to I mean, go exactly there.
0: Like I, I want to find out where they filmed Tour
1: of Norway.
0: I want to take the succession tour of the world. Me too. Sounds lovely. Tuscany. Oh I'm my in. Gosh,
1: I'm like currently writing a little piece for myself about, uh, it's called the uneaten meals of succession because the food, yeah, the food that these people have access to that just no one ever eats.
0: Yeah, no, it always looks delicious. Like even when Roman and um and Kendall are walking in to talk to Matson alone, they walk by these giant buffet tables of food, and yeah. Roman grabs like one thing. I'm like, no, he doesn't I'm just even grab anything.
1: He just puts his finger in caviar. Ew, just as a joke.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what kind of a sick joke is that? That's Roman. That's Roman um, for you. There's a culkin for every generation we've learned. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, one's ours.
0: So Norway has to win the generational oh, yeah. wealth this week. Yeah. Um, generational trauma.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: Trauma just keeps doing it. <laughs> she just keeps traumatizing Callie. It just keeps happening.
1: I... <laughs> like i mean does callie survive this
0: i okay hear me out i feel like callie is gonna like turn into a shauna like she has this like gleam in her eye i don't know mm-hmm. i think she's a little young right now but like give her two years and she's gonna be a shauna
1: yeah that makes you know? sense yeah we do become our parents you know cannibalistic yeah. murderers, better or worse
0: um well who do you have for generational trauma on the uh on the succession side what are we looking
1: at for succession probably looking at roman because i don't know how any of that that came out um at mattson could have come out without all of his feelings about his dad's death
0: yeah yeah it feels like I I know this has been talked about a little bit, like every one of the Roy children kind of embodying a different part of of Logan Mm. this episode, right? Kendall really trying to, even though Kendall says we can't go by dad's plan, right? Like we got to, we can't go by dad's maps anymore. We have to forge our own path. Roman is the one who's hitting the drum of, but Dad's plan, but Dad's, you know what Dad right. wanted. Dad wanted to keep ATN. We gotta keep what Dad wanted, you know. Um, but I, I do agree. Like Ro- all of Roman's trauma is coming out on the top of that beautiful, gorgeous mountain in Norway. Um, and I, I mean, I, I want to give it. I want it. I want him to be on this list, regardless, just because of the amazing, <laughs> amazing performance of Kieran Culkin. Um, but. Who who's gonna end up, who's gonna end up more traumatized by all this between Roman and, Sha- and Shauna and Callie? Um, I, I really gotta I gotta give it. I feel like I gotta give it to Shauna. Like she yeah. is screwing up that kid in so many ways.
1: It is it's terrifying because like it all of the things that Shauna is doing to screw up Callie, I'm not even sure that Callie can talk to a therapist about. Yeah. With, without having that therapist contact the police, you can't,
0: you, you'd you have to speak in so much code
1: yeah. that it wouldn't even make sense. Right. You'd have to do hypotheticals, which would be hypothetic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes. there's just no way that you could get away with even having a discussion with a therapist about stuff like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shauna and Callie are going to win question
1: uh, yeah of that category um most, we're all losers here
0: <laughs> we are all losers um most umami which is that certain it factor about the episode <laughs> these categories so i you know i listen to the podcast and even sometimes i'm like <laughs> what are we doing what is um, what is umami what's happening
1: so i can tell you exactly what most umami is uh it came from me being like what if we said most umami <laughs> uh when we were coming up with the sense. category. <laughs> yep. Okay. This track <laughs> the last of us And uh and Emily thought it was funny and so Josh kept it. Okay. That's where it came from.
0: So what are we looking at for most what which, you know, we got uh the certain it factor of the week. Um uh, which one had which what are the it factors for each of them? I mean, Misty killing Crystal feels like a big it factor.
1: Yeah, that felt like ooh mommy. <laughs> that's another thing that josh has been doing is he's been taking umami to like mean like a cry for help i mean that's a cry for help i'd say <laughs> i would agree with that yep uh, um roman sticking his finger in caviar umami umami <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now which of those is most umami of the two of them?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I feel like Misty. I feel like Misty murdering someone.
0: Yeah, or getting getting her
1: murdered. Yeah, yeah. To be
0: fair to Misty.
1: To be fair to Misty. Also, Misty
0: has a really fun episode with Walter, where as soon as uh, as soon as she finds out that he knows she he's got her number, basically about the yeah. Adam situation, she's like, "It's over."
1: <laughs> yeah so what happens to walter now oh
0: he's co- he's coming back there's no way he's done come we're on come not. on. we're not getting a few episodes of elijah what no bring him back
1: yeah bring there's him no way that's okay bring him back we need him back yeah
0: uh yeah we'll
1: get well, well get they the gotta team. kill him now right of course misty's okay. gonna kill him yeah
0: yeah uh we've been building up to this i think <laughs> um so misty killing crystal will get most or sorry uh misty getting crystal killed. being
1: in the vicinity of the murder
0: she yeah, sta- she was the, unable i guess
1: it's not a murder she was unable the, to keep crystal
0: staying alive
1: yeah um the fact that she tried to do cpr on her yeah well oh that's the other
0: thing for umami that can this can also fall under this heading is uh misty turning off the song staying alive in the car and in the same episode as oh, watching yeah. her trying to use staying alive to keep kristen alive There we
1: go i think Beautiful. we got a winner
0: umami uh ooh, mommy. Um ooh, mommy. <laughs> most heavily effing delayed. <laughs> so this is like the thing we're mo- we were most looking forward to actually happening, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: I mean, I think Roman grieving to me. I've been oh, looking really? forward to that. I mean, it's one of the things I've been looking forward to. is like actually him, this pre grieving nonsense. I yeah. knew was not gonna be very, very long. Um cocky Kendall is back is, cocky another good option. Kendall is
1: the is the one that I would probably go with um yeah. I I was thinking of for yellow jackets uh we got oh what was I thinking for that one
0: van and tie kiss as adults. oh I,
1: yeah just uh finally with the van and tie you know of it all
0: yeah I agree because we obviously we got like a teeny bit of Lauren Ambrose last episode but not you know we barely saw her so i feel yeah. like that certainly is the biggest headline i was also episode.
1: i was also thinking for yellow jackets finally shauna goes into labor <laughs> <true>. jesus
0: yeah <laughs> although i feel like that could even be safe for next week of like finally she gives birth
1: yeah that's true <laughs> yeah
0: um but yeah yeah so what do we what are we most looking forward to in terms of uh most heavily effing delete? cocky kendall or van and ty's reunion
1: this is difficult because it seasons in the making for Cocky Kendall to be back. Yeah, I I just there, there is something I wish that sometimes uh, there was like I was recording <laughs> a podcast. I, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I never wish that. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was recording my reactions to watching Succession because yeah. just the look of glee that I had on my face when jay-z's playing and kendall is just like strutting might as well have been strutting to stay alive you know what i mean yes yes oh my gosh i was over the moon for that
0: i'm with you i've been i've said this in the past but like season one kendall is so fun because he's just he's just so cocky Mm -hmm. and then him being such a husk of himself in season two is so difficult to watch. Season three, he has a little bit more of an under the radar type of vibe where he's not yeah, exactly like- cocky Kendall yet. And seeing him return to form and it's it's been literal years it's been since years. we've seen it. Yeah, I, I'm also voting for Cocky Kendall. Yeah. I feel like he should take the win here. You know who's
1: gonna be really excited for when he finally gets to this is Chappelle, because you know Chappelle. Oh, uh, he started for, watching. For those of you all who don't know, Chappelle has started watching Succession. Everybody, he has. He is already through season one, and his favorite character is Kendall. Yeah, I mean,
0: who can blame him?
1: Truly, not I. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then we have uh episode overall, where we where we feel it's it's so oh, other so good. I know. How do you do this really every hard. week?
1: Um, I don't actually. Um. <laughs> The other me does this every mm-hmm. week and we just don't talk about it.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. it's just your other. Yeah. Well, I can recognize when your eyes change, Latanya. <laughs> I know when it's really you. Oh no,
1: it's not you. You're the other one.
0: <laughs> Gosh, this ep- it's so hard because there were so many good moments for both episodes. I do think, like I really did like this episode of Succession. I don't think it's a perfect episode of Succession, like I have right. uh, previous weeks thought um in terms of yellow jackets, I felt like a lot of the storylines were very strong. We're also progressing the narrative. Shauna's in literal labor we've moved a few months into the future in that 1996 timeline. Mm-hmm. we're getting Van and Ty together. Uh, it seems like we're getting closer to uh an actual um kind of, end point with the Adam stuff with shauna right where the cops are now actually like wow she's really trying to hoodwink us at this point
1: yeah bamboozle led us astray
0: it does feel like we're getting a lot of i I feel like i want to give it to yellow jackets this week okay and i Um, love succession
1: i mean the thing about succession for me is just that first of all we start off this episode with jay-z yeah, we we start off the episode with Jay Z and Cocky Kendall. Kendall is finally able to realize himself fully without having to worry about what his dad thinks because his dad is no longer there. Yeah, all of the other characters are really just like the pump up speech that Jerry gives to everybody with the pathogen, like, the no pathogen Logan that is Logan Roy, Roy is so, so on point and so yes. good. We get, um. Oh just the slightest look at uh Alexander Skarsgard's uh chest and stomach and the deep V. Uh, the V!
0: Underreported the, un- the V. That's
1: the thing that we should have been looking for that we've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: Alexander Skarsgard V. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, we get Shiv on top of her game. Yeah. Not even nervous at all. No, Because she's like, number one, I've got bigger fish to fry. Don't give me any fish. Number two, um, I don't have to worry about this. I've been dealing with these boys my entire life. Matson is just yeah. another one. Yeah, And we've got Carolina and Jerry and Tom somehow. And uh shiv coming out on top and there's celebratory yeah. champagne at the end even though the boys wanted to tank the deal
0: yeah and that's without even mentioning like all of the goodness that frank and carl provided us this week with their compression socks and their uh waiting <laughs> outside the sauna like so many good frank and carl okay right, you know what you've convinced me succession should win it yeah it's not it's not hard to convince me succession
1: should win anything yeah it's It's tough because I I don't want people who listen to this podcast thinking that I'm just in the bag for Succession. Mm -hmm. I'm really not. I love Yellow Jackets. And what I don't love is um, the way that the show has been marketed this year. I don't think that having it air on Fridays so it doesn't have to compete with Succession has been good for the buzz. Yeah. Because if you think about this time last year, or however long ago it was that we had the first season of Yellow Jackets, the entire internet was a buzz, no pun intended, yep. about the show. And every week we got to build on it every week. And now releasing it on Friday, having some people watch it on Sunday. We're not getting that concentrated buzz. And now they've only got nine episodes in the season and they're literally taking a week off. Yeah.
0: It doesn't make a ton of sense to me either. I don't particularly like it. I don't like splitting your audience in half basically between two days. It really ruins a lot of the water cooler talk that happens about the show that happens a lot about succession, Mm -hmm. right? Like it feels like yellow jackets is uh, losing a bit of steam as a result. And I, I feel like season two has been so good. Yeah. Like Excellent. Every episode, I feel like, wow, they are moving the needle forward. We are getting plot. We are getting mystery solved and new mysteries to discover, right? But the way I agree with you, the way it's been released is a bit uh, questionable, I would say, at best um hey I I, I I love yellow jackets i will truly it is one of my shows that people say i bully them to watch and i do because mm-hmm. it's good and you should watch it yeah um but obviously succession is doing amazing things in its final season it's taking swings and it's not missing uh really at all yeah. so um so that's and, it that, yeah. succession is the winner for this week
1: You know, I just, I wish, and now this is the last thing I'll say about Yellow Jackets. The thing that made this show work so well was bringing all of those fantastic actresses together and having them play off of one another. It's really interesting what they're doing right now and splitting them up into little groups. But if they really want to make things sing again, they've got to get all these people back together it's the group that makes the show.
0: It is, yeah, the group dynamic works so well. Having them all separated for over half the season is yeah. is tricky and I understand why they do what they do, but like it like come you can't deny the energy between Christina Ricci and Juliet Lewis of season 1, right? No. And and when you had all four of them together in season 1, it was it was magnificent so i hope we don't leave this season without getting some sort of yellow jackets reunited in in the present day
1: me too and we're not um, even getting as much shauna as we used to get
0: yeah well i mean at least we're not getting the adam stuff anymore which i was not the biggest fan of yeah um i'd rather have adam dead and and worry about the body burying the body <laughs>
1: <laughs> i agree but it it at least got us a lot more shauna yes um which yeah I, you know i think this show is missing
0: yeah, right Melanie now. Linsky is taking on the world as she Love should. Love her. Love her. Yeah. Um but that's that's our episode. Um Latanya, where can people find you? What else do you have going on?
1: Oh, uh, well, um I'm going to be visiting um Norway. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just for the foreseeable future. Uh but there is wireless internet there, so while I'm there I'll still be doing some podcasting um i need to signal this because this is the last week i think i can do so um the connect which consists of me and mari and Chappelle, are uh what well, we got y'all is basically what it comes down to and we covered the final ever episode of snowfall um a six season behemoth of a show which not nearly enough people have seen but in my opinion, ranks right up there with the Breaking Bad's and the, uh, the, the calling of the Saul's and such um, in terms of quality. And we really did eulogize the show in the final episode. So we're just having, we were having a lot of fun covering it. And now we are moving on to, I guess, greener pastures, trying to figure out what we're going to cover next. So if you all have any suggestions as to what show uh, or movies we should be covering, then please write to us at connect at postshowrecaps.com and let us know what you think. Um, I am having a really fun time in what is personally for me um, a milestone in my podcasting career because it's the first time that I've ever had screeners. Yes. Um, Yeah, I I like this is something I manifested along with Lottie in the group um, (laughs) about a year or so ago, and it's finally happening. So uh, me and Mike Bloom are covering the final season of Barry, because I guess there's just something about me and final seasons. (laughs) Um, And we are having a lovely time doing so. So you might want to tune into that. Um, This is also the last time I can talk about this, because DM Philly and I, recorded a podcasting episode where we did feedback for the final episode of this season of the mandalorian and that was just a really cute grogu full episode uh <laughs> den grogu now um, they keep changing that child's name every single season make it stop make Stick it to one name Stop. give him one name and make it not grogu uh but yeah. Uh we've been uh having a good time all season covering the show and so we get to your feedback and uh tell some tales about uh why we did not enjoy Rogue One when it came out in the theater. Uh rich fell asleep. I walked out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and yet somehow we are doing podcasts about Star Wars. So, oh my there you gosh. Go. Um, and then finally, you can catch me over at Rehap, where I am doing um, yet another dream of mine, because it's the TV show, the podcast I was listening to when I found out about the class of 2020, Top Chef.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: yeah, Haley Strong and Kurt Clark and I are over there covering Top Chef season 20, which is International All-Stars, and we're having a really good time. So please join us for that. If you want to hear more about what I am doing, you can follow me on Twitter at LKStarks. And if you want to see more about what I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram at Stormborn1222. But mostly the answer will be covering final seasons of shows because we've got Snowfall, we've got Barry, we've got Succession.
0: (laughs) So much, so much LT, so little time, but make time because LT is great. You you could find me at the Just Sterling. I'm mostly talking Yellow Jackets and Succession because – I I just watched them on repeat, honestly.
1: (laughs) That's what your life is now. One
0: ends and another starts, and I don't know where. (laughs) Now I smooshed them both together for this podcast, so, you know. Um, And then, of course, if you want to hear me talking 90s content on uh, Shit 90s Shows Taught Me, you can hear me and Sarah Ferguson talking about the final season of Dawson's Creek, which is just a mess. But, like, still so fun to talk about. Uh, And we also just recently covered Varsity Blues, which is such a – strange Jess, amazing, weird Jess, movie yes yes
1: i don't want your life
0: <laughs> yes i don't <laughs> want your life um we do really bad southern impressions so i'm so sorry if you're southern don't don't just don't do it don't do it yourself um and we're also going to be putting out but i'm a cheerleader uh, with the, the amazing ariel very soon so Go check both of those things and out. An
1: Awakening for so many people I know. That Such movie Such a good
0: movie. I'd never seen it. and Really? Yeah. And it was very fun. I had no idea what to expect and couldn't have expected any of what I got. <laughs> um, so go check out that podcast and everything that I am on. Um, of course, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, please do. PostureRecaps.com slash versus. Uh, there's also separate feeds for Yellow Jackets and Succession. But if you want to go to PostureRecaps.com slash subscribe, Um, You'll see all the top podcasts that we're covering. We're covering so many shows, everyone. This is really, like, a wonderful time for television. So go subscribe. Go rate us five stars. It really does help us get up in the charts so everyone can join us and send in their input and their love and vibes and all of those things. Send us good vibes and manifest like Lottie does. Mm. Um. And then, of course, if you want to become a patron, go to slash Patreon to become a patron, join our Discord community, and just get to chat about all the wonderful things that are going on. Uh, I think that's all we have for you. So until next week, when Josh returns, I am here to say buzz off!